welcome back to another episode of That's a Wrap. As always, I am Shannon, and we're just going to go ahead and dive into this episode. It is season three of Manifest. It originally aired starting on April 1st of 2021, and I'm just going to go ahead and jump into this because I do want to go ahead and discuss what we know in regards to season four which is not yet released um, and as of right now there is no set date on when it's going to be released but we are going to go ahead and get into that at the end of this episode so let's just go ahead and talk about season three all right so for season three season three has 13 episodes and it begins with ben and vance in cuba following up on the tail fin that was found by a Cuban fishing boat at the end of season two. Um, Upon touching it, Ben is thrown backwards, and it's actually caught on a phone camera by a local boy who was spying on him and Vance and the Cuban fishermen. Um, a police officer then walks up to a group of boys who are watching a video and starts questioning them. He sees the video and forces Ben to redo the, the event, to redo the incident. However, Vance arrives as always and intervenes. Um, ben and Vance's associate Emma get on a plane escaping Cuba leaving Vance to be apprehended by the DGI. Um, it is a government a government age, intelligence agency in Cuba. Um, we also see that Michaela and Zeke are on their honeymoon in Costa Rica. And in the process of their honeymoon, Michaela and Cal get a calling of a fellow 828 passenger named Angelina, in which Michaela learns that Angelina is being held captive in Costa Rica by her parents who are extremely religious and believe that their daughter is possessed upon finding out that she is experiencing these callings and visions. Michaela is then able to rescue Angelina Ben's plane is then diverted to go ahead and pick up Michaela, Angelina, and Zeke from Costa Rica. We also see that Savani is now running a private medical practice or clinic, um, and she is still shown following 828 leads in the background of that clinic. And we also see that Jared is visited by a random woman who states that she hasn't heard from her mother, who we later found out is actually Fitz. And we also find out that Jared is also one of the only people aware that Fitz is missing. And Ben and Michaela are discussing the tail fin, and they are now believing that Flight 828 did in fact explode and kill everyone on, bar- on board, but they were resurrected for unknown reasons and 
this is where it really starts taking a religious turn into their resurrection that has been previously discussed in season two. Um, we are also then seeing that Jace, Pete, and Quarry are shown emerging from the lake they were frozen in. The lake has now melted and they are coming back to life and shown walking out of the lake. If you do not remember who Jace, Pete, and Quarry are, they are the three men that Michaela arrested on drug charges. Later, they escaped and kidnapped Cal and then that the ice gave out and they ended up trapped and essentially presumed dead. So Michaela was also previously suspended. However, that has now been listed or lifted and she is reunited with her partner, Dreyer. Um, Michaela gets the footage from a fellow park ranger showing the three guys walking out of the lake. And upon investigation, they learn that the men assaulted two campers and stole their RV and are currently running from the police. Obviously, they're not going to be like, hey, arrest me. Um, Angelina, we then see, has her first calling on screen. And it leads her to her old school in which she figures it out with Olive's help. And in the process, Olive and her dig up a time capsule containing an old photo of herself at a food stand. And we then find out that the guy in the background, there's a little boy in the background. We find out that it is actually one of the three men that kidnapped Cal. So Pete is telling Jace that they should go ahead and try to flee to Canada. Jace agrees. Um, however, he tries to get money from the food stand. And this is where Pete finds the, video, finds the photo that Angelina had dropped showing him in the background. Um, police are coming and Pete feels like he's he's essentially having a calling about this photo and he feels like he needs to stay and find the owner of the photograph resulting in Jason Corey leaving without him and Pete arrested um, as well as Olive and Angelina show up again because Angelina realizes that she doesn't have her photo and we kind of see a connection between Pete and Angelina or not Pete Yes, Pete and Jace are both in the background. However, Pete is the one that found the, the photo. So we now also see that Grace is trying to find a safe spot to hide Cal and the family members until these three men are captured and arrested, which we then see that she is being forced to reunite with her estranged stepbrother Tariq. Ben gets some help in rescuing Vance from the DGI and we then see that the news is breaking on the discovery of the piece of the piece or the tail fin of flight 828 in Cuba and at this point the stone house is now covered with reporters.
So we then see that Vance is being interrogated by the NSA, but he says that he does not want to work for the government again, um, citing Fitz's attempt to have him killed, which we later find out that Vance actually helped Savani cover up Fitz's murder from when Savani accidentally killed her. Um, a calling then leads Ben to a fellow H-8 passenger named Egan, who helps him locate and rescue a teenager from a museum that ironically explodes. So Ben takes the young man home, and it is revealed that that teenager is actually Corey's brother. Yes, one of the guys that kidnapped Cal and walked out of the now thawed league alive. Olive is then being shown throughout the next few episodes working on pieces of Egyptian artwork that TJ had sent her from Egypt. And in the process, she is finding more clues regarding the callings that everyone is seeing, including the famous peacock or peacock feather. And this also occurs at the same time that Cal has a vision of a peacock. And as a result, the artwork is suggesting a connection to the Egyptian goddess. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name. Egan is then later showing discarding a key piece of the artwork after selling the items that he stole from the museum. And Michaela is also now having a calling, which leads her to Evie's home, in which she finds that Glenn, Evie's dad, is dead on the floor. And she and Zeke then later agree to take care of Beverly once she starts getting very frustrated with the fact that she's going to a, a nursing home at the request of Glenn. So we then see that Angelina is visiting Pete a lot in his jail cell, saying that she feels like she's been called to help him. And this kind of sets off a very awkward relationship between Angelina and Pete. Jared is then questioning Savani about the time that she had with Fitz as her fake therapist, which Savani then starts to overthink that she's about to be caught and the murder is essentially eating her alive. So this then flashes forward a few months later in which Vance is now the head of a 828 task force for the NSA, ironically after he says that he does not want anything to do with them. Um, so he then invites Ben and, and Savi to constantly view the operation to stay in contact with the task force and the tail fin is now officially added to the plane records that they are working on. Um, Vance then shows Ben and Savi a security camera footage from the tail, van tail fin random vanishing. And Savani then recognizes that the timestamp on the recording is the time that she killed Fitz in the park. And also the same day that Zeke rescued Cal and beat his death date. We then see that Ben breaks into a private area within the task force building and sees the passenger body of Kelly Taylor, who is the one that was shot and killed execution style back in season one. 
Um, however, her body is not showing the bullet wound. It's showing injuries that would have been consistent with the plane crash. Um, ben is now obsessed with the fact that by finding the tail fin, this now proves that the passengers of A28 have died on the plane in the explosion. And then Zeke discovers that he is no longer having callings, but he is able to feel what other people are feeling in the moment. And he comes to realize this when Beverly is having a episode that often accompanies dementia and is able to calm her down because he's feeling exactly what she's feeling. So he's able to relate to her. Um, he then also uses this ability to get Pete to reveal that his high school football coach was forcing Jake or Jace, Corey, and himself to deal drugs, which ironically resulted in a fellow teammate's death back in high school. So Michaela then goes to show up at the coach's house. However, she finds that Corey has been shot by Jace because Corey was trying to stop Jace from shooting the coach. After Corey is shot, Jace then flees the scene. And the coach is also arrested after Michaela finds drugs. And at the same point, Jared and Drea learn more about Fitz's disappearance. And Vance's right-hand man, Emmett, informs Vance that Jared is getting too close to the truth. And we then see that Jared is abducted by Emmett. And Jared is fed a story about Fitz and how she was more than likely killed by an enemy spy. And that they kind of have to keep her death relatively private, but that is why she's missing. And Savi is then we starting to see that she is really starting to not be able to handle the fact that she killed Fitz, despite it being a complete accident. So we then see that Jace is going on a rampage, trying to get revenge on Michaela. And then Pete is taken to the 828 task force to have tests run so that they can go ahead and try to understand this death date, these callings, the visions that every passenger is having. Um, in Jace's trailer, Michaela finds a drawing that matches part of the ancient um, parchment thing that Olive is working on. And she realizes that that drawing actually matches part of that story. Um, we then see that it is suggested that these artifacts are kind of being shown to be kind of like an ancient test, which they called The Last Trial, which features three criminals, a.k.a. Jay's Quarry and Pete, and, you know, the story is suggesting that if Jace forgives Michaela and seeks redemption instead of vengeance, he will be spared. Um, however, we do find out that everything that everybody thought they knew about the last trial is completely wrong. 
Um, at this point, Ben is needing Pete to be released to try and help Michaela confront Jace at the lake that he is supposedly at. And we also see that Tariq is wanting to and starts talking about a bar that he wants to open up, which is 828 themed. And he wants to open the restaurant with Grace and the family. And as a result, the family's location is now revealed on the internet, jeopardizing the safety of Grace, Cal, and Eden. Um, we then see that Michaela and Jace are now in a physical altercation. And we have seen at this point that Jace keeps hearing last chance in the voice of Cal. And he is convinced that his survival is connected to Cal. Um, Jace then pushes Michaela off a cliff and goes after Cal. Michaela is then rescued by Zeke and Jared. And we then also find out that due to the family's location being found out, thanks to Grace's big-mouthed brother, the tires on both of their cars are slashed, and Tariq, Grace, and Cal and Eden now have nowhere where they can go. And Jace then hears the call about the vandalism on the police radio after he steals Michaela's police car. We then see that Jace is ambushing the family and Pete and Angelina when they arrive to help out and try to... Pete is essentially trying to stop Jace and Angelina is trying to stop Pete. Um, and they truly believe that if Cal dies, they'll continue to live, which is not the case. Um, we then see that Jace kills Tariq, which results in Grace wanting to avenge Tariq's death, trying to kill Jace with a shotgun. And then we also see that Corey breaks into a hiding type of thing um, that's underground to protect Cal. We then see that he is coughing up water, which obviously close to the death date, he is going to essentially dry drown. However, we then see in a standoff between Ben, Grace, and Jace, Jace dry drowns and ends up dying. Once he dies, Pete and Corey's injuries heal and they remain alive, which is assumed that they beat that last trial. However, we find out that that is not true. We see that at the same time that Olive discovers that the story is not complete, it reveals that the three men were resurrected together, they are being judged together, and as a result, because Jace failed his part of the trial, Pete and Corey are now going to die as well. So, we're now going to move forward, and I am really going to go ahead and just skip over the next couple of parts regarding the 828 task force. It is all the same BS. Ben and Savi fighting with everybody. The world is against them. I'm going to go ahead and skip, skip all of that. 
So we now see that Michaela, Egan, and several other passages of 828 get a calling of a dark cloud over the east ring of the, of the building that houses the Eureka team, which is the 828 task force team, and they see Ben leaving the building. Egan and two others kidnap Ben, with Egan pressing him on what's going on in the building. Ben admits that he has allowed himself to be a research subject, which he agreed to in order to get Pete released so that they can track down Jace. Um, and then, and then Ben is also telling Egan that how the three men were judged together. So the fact that everyone on 828 were resurrected together, they are all being judged together. So when one fails, they're all going to fail. So even though they are all working to, or most of them are working to try and better their lives and try to follow these callings. If people, if one person fails, they're all going to end up dying. We then see that Jared is starting to get close to Fitz's daughter, Sarah. And we actually see by the end of the episode, or not by the end of the episode, but by the end of the season, they were dating and they do end up breaking up. So there is that. It was a very short-lived romance. I personally believe that Jared is never going to be able to date anybody besides Michaela. Um, we also then find out that Savani makes a discovery about metallic compounds that she is finding from the people that have returned and died for a second time. And it is Sapphire. So we are then introduced to a container that has a piece of wood or an item in it. It is thought to be several thousand years old and that is coated with the same minerals that the 828 passengers have. Ben and Michaela are then having a very similar calling as always which lead them to a fellow passenger named Rachel. Rachel's ex-husband married her sister, sister Hannah during the five years that Rachel was presumed dead. And we find out that Rachel has a lot of anger towards her ex-husband and not her sister. But the reason why she has a lot of hatred towards her ex-husband is because he is also abusing Hannah and he was actually abusive to Rachel. And as a result, Ben intervenes to stop Rachel from murdering Jonah. And Ben sets off a silent alarm accidentally, which results in the three of them being arrested by police, in which we see Michaela is now starting to get angry at Ben for everything that he's been doing. He is so obsessed with these callings and the death date, and Michaela is starting to get very annoyed and aggravated because Ben, as we even see throughout the next couple of episodes in this season, he is just allowing himself to be so consumed that he isn't even in reality half the time.
Um, so while Savani is doing tests on that ancient wood that was found in the box, she finds out that it is about 6,000 years old and contains animal DNA, which we later find out is from a peacock, which is now tying in all of those peacock callings that Cal and Ben have been having. Um, the head medical director, I believe her name is Gupta. Um, she says that the wood was actually from a volcano that is revealed to be on Mount Ariat. Um, and they even discussed the possibility that it could be from Noah's Ark, further bringing religious concepts into play. And Mount Ariat, I am just going to go ahead and say, it is east of Turkey. Um, so it is located in like the, the Turkey area. Um, we also see that Angelina is starting to develop a very weird fascination and relationship with Eden. And Cal then tries to use Zeke's empathy power to see if someone likes him. Taking advantage. Cal just taking advantage. So Ben and Egan get another similar dark cloud calling, except Egan's has a lion. And at the same time that they are experiencing their callings, Michaela looks into a mirror and sees blood coming from her eyes, which we then find out that Silvani is actually bleeding from her eyes. Um, and then we also see that Egan and Ben are now working together when they both see a lion that also has bleeding eyes and that Savi's photo on Ben's web of HUA, that nice ball, the photo is what? Although they don't know why. So because of this, Ben is now asking Olive to do research to see if she could find anything regarding lions with bleeding eyes or bleeding eyes in general. Um, her and Levi uncover a legend that suggests that the eyes are a symbol of deception. And Michaela, who then visits Savi, who is obviously on the verge of dying, especially with her eyes bleeding, um, is telling Savi, come clean about what you know, because the reason why this is happening is because you are lying. And as a result, Savi admits that she killed Fitz, aka the Major, and Vance and Emmett covered it up. And as a result, Avi, uh, Savi's eyes clear up immediately. And it then shows that once she gets back to work, Gupta shows her that the wood that they were testing on disappeared for a few seconds before reappearing, almost kind of like other objects that they've had that have mysteriously disappeared. We then also see that Angelina is trying to imitate Olive, which now gets Olive extremely frustrated and pissed off. So we then see that they are continuing with the experiments on the artifacts that they have found 
And as a result, there is a very rare earthquake that hits New York. Savi then realizes that the earthquake is tied to the experiments that they are running. She also sees on TV that there is a crack in a road and that there is lava underneath it, which is rare. And she is assuming that Mount Ariat has come to New York to reclaim that piece that they are experimenting on due to it being part of Noah's Ark. We then find out that the location of the lava is actually right by the lake where Cal, P, Jason, Corey all drowned. Um, we then see... Um, she does go to the location of the lava. She steals that wooden piece, goes to where the lava is, and throws the piece in, much against Vance's recommendation, and it disappears. Very strange, but it disappears when she throws the wood in. Um, we then see that Ben is noticing that there is a photo that goes up in flames during one of his and Cal's callings. We find out that it is a fellow passenger named Astrid, who also received a calling of a boy in danger, who ironically turns out to be the son of the anti-828er Cody, whom Ben has already had a encounter with before, and as a result, Cody has taken a restraining order out on Ben. However, Ben goes with Astrid, who has severe anxiety and cannot leave her place, to the location of where Cody is, in which it results in Ben assaulting Weber again and then essentially kidnapping him by tying him up on a chair. Um, however, they are able to eventually find out where his son is being located and rescue him. And we actually find out that the child was buried under very heavy furniture due to the earthquake that occurred. Um, as a result, though, of Ben breaking the restraining order and assaulting and essentially wrongful imprisonment of Weber, Ben is arrested. Um, Angelina believes that Eden is her guardian angel after she cries, gets, gets, Angelina out of the way and then like a chandelier falls during the earthquake and this is what results in her very very wrong theory um, as a result Angelina puts her theory to the test and starts a fire in Eden's room which Grace then kicks Angelina out and it causes a lot of tension between Grace and Cal because Cal believes that for some reason, he is supposed to help Angelina. We then see that Cal is hiding Angelina in his room a couple of days later. And she becomes very convinced that God wants her to be an Aaron to Cal's Moses. Ben is then expected to plead guilty to his charges. However, the judge is an anti-828er and has a very harsh sentence for him. So as a result, Ben pleads not guilty. But also as a result of that, 
the judge sets a huge bail amount that is not fair by any means. And once he is posted bail, Ben is then placed on house arrest. And as a result, Grace is having to get her deposit back for the restaurant, take out another mortgage on the house in order to get Ben out of jail. Um, as a result of his arraignment, Ben and Michaela are then learning that the government is starting to crack down on all of the E-28 passengers and essentially giving them very harsh charges and just really cracking down on them. Um, which this is becoming apparent when a fellow passenger we find out was executed in Singapore for almost nothing. Um, we then believe that, or we then see that Ben, Michaela, and Cal, as well as other passengers, have a calling about being on fire, which Michaela is believing it is due to Savani not turning her, or Savi not turning herself in yet. Um, which this then causes a lot of tension between Ben and Michaela because Ben does not believe that Ma Michaela should be arresting Savi. However, let's go ahead and just, you know, we then see that everyone is fighting over this tail fin. Um, you know, Cal is fighting over the tail fin and trying to convince everyone to leave the tail fin alone. Savi is agreeing. Ben is, ben is, agree is agreeing. However, they are not giving up on on the experiments for the tail fin. We also then see that Michaela quits being a police officer because she can't, she, she can't be, she's realizing that she cannot be a A2-8er and a police officer because there is just too many things that collide together that do not make either side easy. So we then see that Cal does sneak out and go to the 828 Task Force Center. Um, Vance calls and lets everybody know that he's there because he is basically his dad. And this is where a lot of the arguments are taking place regarding the tail fin and how everybody wants the experiments to stop. So Ben is wanting to destroy the tail fin, but when he gets another calling, he believes that he needs to return it to the ocean in the same location that it was found. Um, they, they essentially find out that that tail fin was never supposed to be found. It was found on a complete fluke, and that is why it needs to be returned to the ocean. So... Further trying to prove what everybody is saying, what Cal is saying, what Savi is saying, what Ben is saying about the tail fin. Cal goes up and touches the tail fin and he disappears. And at the same time, Michaela gets a shared calling with Bethany, Egan, and Adrian, where Flight 828 is bleeding blood everywhere and believes that it is about someone dying. 
Um, she asks for Egan and Adrian's help to solve the calling before someone dies. However, we find out that, ironically, it is Egan and Adrian who are planning on killing Ben Stone. We then see that in order to get Cal back, Ben and Vance team up to try and return the tail fin to the ocean. Um... As a result, Ben and Savi go and take the tail fin back to the ocean. And the, I forget who is running the boat. Um, it is a government agency. I just can't remember the name of it. Um, but they, they're, they're saying that they're turning back because of the, the storm that is happening in front of them. Which makes Savi run on deck. And try to sever the ties that are holding the tail fin and as a result she is able to release the tail fin however she also falls into the ocean ben saves her um we then see that angelina is, is sneaking into the stone house to kidnap eden as a result grace fights back with angelina and we then find out that grace is lying on the ground bleeding to death and olive is desperately trying to get into the room however angelina locked it we then see that as grace is dying in more of an adult version or maybe a teenage version of cal appears and that is when grace passes away um and then we also see that as Gupta is leaving Eureka, she hears a noise, turns around, and sees good old pilot from season one appearing in the reconstructive plane before him and the reconstructive plane to disappear. So now everything is disappearing. And now their plane is completely gone as well. And that is how season three ends. It ends with Grace dying, Angelina kidnapping Eden, and the missing pilot, um, Captain Daly, reappearing in the reconstructed plane, and then him and the plane disappear. And we also we also see the um on the like the 12th episode i believe so it's the second to last episode of the season we also see that gupta starts breaking away from the science of everything and starts agreeing with the religious aspects of what savi and ben and cal are trying to prove um and this is brought into head when she discusses the passing of her grandmother. And I think that is such a pivotal moment because we all know you can't be science focused and religious focused because science and religion are two opposite things. We saw in season one how Ben is extremely into the science of things. He doesn't really believe in the religious aspect of things, and neither did Savi. However, as the episodes and the seasons go on, he is slowly realizing 
that there are things that science cannot explain that can only be explained through religion. And they have spent episodes trying to argue this with Gupta, trying to convince Vance and Gupta to stop their stop their testing, stop their experiments. This is bigger than anything science can handle. So we do see Dr. Gupta slowly turning sides. And I am curious to see what the hell is going to happen with this plane. I am just very curious how how she going to explain a plane disappearing with a captain who was allegedly shot down in the sky after stealing a plane to prove that the A28 situation was not his fault. Alright, so with that being said, this episode actually turned into being a lot longer than I was planning on having it go on. So with that being said, I am going to go ahead and release a different episode discussing what we know about season four of manifest um it is not yet out it's not yet out and as of right now there is no set date for when it is coming out on netflix however with the fact that this episode is so long i am going to go ahead and make season four its own episode discussing what we do know so far Um, I wanted to go ahead and put it in this episode. However, with it being as long as it turned out being, I am not going to go ahead and include that in this episode. However, I will go ahead and release them both on the same day. So nobody is left hanging. And then we will be able to talk season four whenever it comes out. So in the meantime, I will go ahead and talk to you guys on the next episode and as always go ahead and give this episode a like a review go ahead and rate it follow the podcast on instagram at that's a wrap underscore or that's that's a wrap podcast underscore i am extremely tired i don't know how i just made it through a 45 minute episode but I made it. Um, There's also going to be a lot of changes as well. I am only going to release one episode a week for the time being. Um, My life is just a little bit crazy and I'm not going to be able to keep up with two episodes a week right now. So I am going to go down to one episode um, and hopefully we will be able to go ahead and get back to the two episodes a week. However, like I said, I am going to go ahead and release this episode and season four together on the same day just because I was already planning on looping them together.